Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mid-East Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Where is your hope? Do you place your hope in man's ability to fix his own problems? Today, Pastor J.D. implores us to place our hope in Jesus, not in the world's systems. The money system, the judicial system, nor the government system can remedy sin. Only Jesus can fix the world's issues. Only He can remove sin. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on March 25th, 2023. A global religion, global government, and a global economy are in Revelation chapter 13, which prophesies all three. Let's start with global religion. It's in other places, but Revelation chapter 13, verse 4. So they worshipped the dragon who gave authority to the beast. And they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like the beast? Who is able to make war with him? Very powerful. Global government, verse 7. It was granted to him to make war with the saints, the tribulation saints, and to overcome them. And authority was given him over, listen, every tribe, tongue, and nation. Pretty much covers it all. Global economy. You're familiar with this prophecy, verses 16 and 17. He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, and that no one may buy or sell except one has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. And verse 18 goes on to say the number is 666. Pastor, where are you going with this? Well, unless and until one realizes this bitter reality, it is extremely difficult to let go of one's hope in and for this world. And for the remainder of our time together today, I think it's incumbent upon me to fearlessly and boldly speak the bitter sweet truth of Bible prophecy. I must. And I do so with the hope that all our hope will be in Jesus and His soon return in the pre-tribulation rapture of the church, because, think about it, 
If I'm still holding on to hope for this world, then I'm not looking for the next. I'm not listening for, watching for that trumpet to sound and the dead in Christ to rise first. I'm not looking for, I'm not anticipating, I'm not expecting, I'm not longing to be taken out of this lost and dying world. Why? Because I'm tethered to the world. Why are you tethered to the world? Because you still have hope for the world. Okay. Thank you for your grace and patience with me (laughs) for well nigh three years now. I've been sounding the alarm of how it is that COVID-19 would usher in the bitter end of human history as we know it. And at first I I knew it had to be the end by virtue of the fact that every nation on earth was in lockstep with the global lockdown. Never seen before in the in human history. Do you remember, by the way? They don't want you to remember, they want you to be distracted. They want you to forget. Do you remember? Wasn't it about this time in 2020? Oh, you, you forgot. I did. Good. I, I didn't forget. I went into the store last week again. I don't do it very much. I don't get out much, literally. I went, I, I had a flashback. Not a, like that, but just I just had this memory come to mind about how that, and it must have been, you know, because it was this time of year in 2020, I'm in the parking lot, and I'm getting out of the car, and I'm walking into the store, and I'm thinking, oh, my mask, and then I thought, oh yeah, I don't need that anymore. Three years ago I did. You can't go in here unless you're wearing this uh, mark, I mean mask. No, one letter off, I'm sorry, M-A-R-K-M-A-S-K. You cannot buy or sell without this M-A- S-K slash M-A-R-K. You remember that, right? Hmm. Good. Can you recall questions, sincere question, rhetorical probably, but sincere nonetheless. Do you recall any time throughout human history, especially those of you that are history buffs, you're really into history? I have a great admiration for you. I never really liked history in school. But for those of you who know your history, can you ever remember, we're even talking ancient civilizations, and let's even go back into the Old Testament biblical times, biblical history. Was there ever a time when every nation on earth was in lockstep? No. And that just indelibly etched in my mind and on my heart, this is it. This is it. No way. Way. They're they're all go to Iran. 
Watch that. Go to my birthplace of Beirut, Lebanon. I wouldn't recommend it. Lockstep. Israel, lockstep. Big time. Every nation on earth was on the same prophetic page. Then I knew how it would end when the so-called vaccine, which by the way was not made for COVID, COVID was made for the so-called vaccine, I knew how it would end when this so-called vaccine was executed. And yes, I'm using that word deliberately. Specifically because this so-called vaccine was the beginning of the bitter end, and this for a number of reasons, chief of which was that of bringing the global economy to a bitter end. That's the bitter truth. That's the whole truth and nothing but the truth, so help me God. And it's all by design. And COVID was the linchpin. What we've been witnessing for the last three years, you know what it is? I'm going to use another phrase here deliberately, a controlled demolition. The explosives were already set in place long ago, so it just had to be detonated. What's going to detonate it? COVID. Because just logically, right? How are you going to usher in a global economy without first disintegrating in a controlled demolition the current economy? That's what we're saying. This is by design to usher in the global economy and by extension the global government and global religion. Doubtless you've heard this saying, or perhaps even said it yourself, nothing wrong with it I guess, but you know the saying, money is what makes the world go round? You've heard that saying, right? Okay, money does not make the world go round, God does, but, but it's true in theory. So if you can somehow seize and crash and destroy the money that makes the world go round, well then you can do everything else in concert with it. Get the economy, get the money, and you've got the government and you've got the religion to follow. Dare I say that we are on the cusp of the bitter reality that this is happening now, both in real time and at warp speed. I'm not going to apologize for using that. I want to start with this Bank of America patent. It's for a digital passport with verified data provenance. Please note that this was on January 10th, which was just a little over 60 days ago. This is Bank of America. It seemingly single-handedly ties everything together exactly as Bible prophecy tells us it would. 
What follows are a few excerpts from the patent that reveal a biodigital verification system utilizing blockchain technology. Let me kind of explain just a couple things here. Blockchain technology known in the crypto world, the cryptocurrency world, all it is, this I know might be an oversimplification, but all it is is a verification system. So once a transaction has been verified, you then add that block, that verified block, to the chain. It's verification. Blockchain technology is verification of a transaction. So this patent by Bank of America, a little over 60 days ago, is for a bio, biological, digital, verification system, utilizing this verification technology known as blockchain technology to approve all financial transactions, Bank of America, financial transactions, money, financial transactions, mainly for any and all travel. Oh, so this is just when I travel. No. What do you mean? It's not specific to air travel. It includes travel to work, travel to the store, or travel anywhere else for that matter. I thought you said you remember three years ago. I still remember. When my daughter wanted to walk to the beach, Uh, she decided, you know, I'm just going to ride my bike. And she rode through a park close by where we live. And she was actually stopped by a police officer. This was during the lockdown. And she was forbidden to travel through that park. That's what this is. Restricted travel. We're not talking air travel only. We're talking any travel. Here's a quote. The travel map may be stored as a blockchain ledger. The method may include tokenizing sensitive information, sensitive information associated with the user in the database and calculating a hazard vector. The method may include updating based at least in part on the hazard vector, a status index associated with the user and providing the user and a system administrator access to the travel map and the status index. The system may be configured to update based at least in part on the hazard vector a status index associated with the user. The hazard level may be a score. Ah. Well, why don't you just say that from the start? The status index may be multidimensional. For example, the status index may include a hazard level with respect to the user. The status index may include a hazard level with respect to to other parties aside from the user. 
your daughter who wants to get on her bike and go right through the park. Not just you, it's with respect to other parties aside from you. The status index may include multiple hazard levels, each relating to a different party. Listen to the wording. This is so cunning. The status index may include multiple hazard levels, each relating to a different category of hazard. For example, the status index may include a hazard level with respect to crime, a hazard level with respect to terrorism. Well, wait, what qualifies for terrorism? Oh, we'll we'll tell you. You're a terrorist, by the way. Do you already know that? You're on the terrorist list as a Christian? Yeah, have a nice afternoon. It gets better. I want you to pay particular attention to this. A hazard level with respect to spread of a disease and or any other suitable hazard level. Wow! I'm a hazard on a level that will restrict my travel because of my hazard level and my hazard score because I'm a terrorist and it was a crime because my daughter rode her bike through the park and I didn't wear my mask slash mark into the store. Yeah. Would you believe me if I told you that this has been in the works for decades? Well, it has. It's evidenced by this Bitcoin.eu article from back in October of 2018. Hang on to 2018 for a moment. So what, five years ago now, right? And the article asks the question, has the 1988 Economist Magazine prediction come true? The Economist Magazine published a January 1988 article titled, Get Ready for the Phoenix. Oh, do you know about the Phoenix? Rising out of the ashes of chaos, order out of chaos, This is, uh, I don't care. It's demonic, new age, satanic, all of the above. And if I were to ask you right now to give me all of your new age documents, you would have to hand me your uh, currency, because it's on the back of the order out of chaos, the phoenix rising out of the, it's a new birth to the new age. This is 1988. Quoting the article, 30 years later, has the phoenix risen at last? According to Mickey.com, the answer is probably yes. Pictured here, the magazine cover shows a phoenix bird rising from the ashes of burning American money. At the center of the page, a bronze coin engraved with the words, 10 Phoenix, 2018. 
shines bright. The cover advertises the magazine's leading story in which the author suggests a single unified currency could ease international financial woes. Rediscovered by cryptocurrency enthusiasts in the 2000s, many believe the image is a prediction come true. So did the economist foresee the creation of Bitcoin three decades ago? from 1988 to 2018, five months before the article was published, crisis struck. In October 1987, the infamous Black Monday stock market crash, stimulated by rising interest rates, rocked the financial world. From Hong Kong to New York to London, the effect was devastating. It is no surprise then that many were curious about other ways to manage economies around the globe. Perfect! Right on time. Under the heading of global conspiracy, question mark, they continue, quote, two things tipped off the conspiracy theorists, the date and the shape. Stamped with 2018, the artist's rendering of the Phoenix coin shows its mint date as this year, the year the article was written. 2018. Coincidentally or not, Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies have reached an unprecedented level of global popularity over the past 12 months. Moreover, the Phoenix coin looks suspiciously similar to most depictions of Bitcoin. Question. How did they know? Answer, because they planned it. Oh, come on. Enter this April 30th, 2018, right on schedule, World Economic Forum, post-World Economic Forum, The title, A Digital Currency Should Be Adopted as the World's Leading Reserve Currency. 2018, we haven't been introduced to the COVID deception yet. That will be two years later. And we would, uh, many of us, not even know anything about the World Economic Forum in 2018, but boy, we sure would in 2020, wouldn't we? I want to quote just the last paragraph from this article. The rise of cryptocurrencies has created a unique opportunity (laughs) for market forces to spearhead a shift toward a truly neutral reserve asset. With U.S. leadership more unpredictable than ever, it is an opportunity that should not be missed. Oh, wait, U.S. leadership more unpredictable than ever, 2018. Who was the president in 2000? Hmm. We're so glad you joined us for this prophecy update on In Spirit and Truth. Do the things you hear about on this program cause you to feel unsettled? Perhaps there are too many things coming into play that make you stop and wonder if you're truly living in the end times. 
If that's the case, we hope that through these updates, you are reminded of God's faithfulness through His Word and that His promises will be fulfilled. This can be a benefit to you. Being around other believers can give you support regarding these things that are happening around you. If you're in the area and haven't found a church home yet, we invite you to come visit us and get to know the heart behind this ministry. You can join us for a time of worship at Calvary Chapel Kaneohe on Sundays at 8.30 or 10.45 a.m. and Thursdays at 7 p.m. for Bible study with Pastor J.D. If you'd like more information on joining us or for additional resources, go to jdfarag.org and scroll to the bottom of the page. That's J-D-F-A-R-A-G dot O-R-G. There, you'll find a Calvary link that will take you to the church's website. While you're at our website, be sure to check out additional teachings from Pastor J.D. Another interesting point of reference is a tab that says ABCs. This is useful for anyone seeking and wanting to find out more about Jesus and His love for you as an individual. That's all available at our website. Again, that's jdfarag.org. Our time with you is up for today, but thanks for tuning in to spend this time with us. Join Pastor JD for another edition of In Spirit and Truth.